0: last week we talked about domestic violence because October is domestic violence awareness month Mm -hmm. but October is also emotional wellness awareness month right
1: we were glad to know about emotional wellness not to be confused with mental health right it's a little bit different right okay and for many of you emotional wellness is this this about
0: it, well it's a very interesting concept because you know when you think about emotions and, and mental health we tend to we tend to make those synonymous um, but they're we're really talking about two different things because um, what we what we're realizing and what we're going to talk about today mm-hmm. is is the ways in which emotional wellness can actually help shield us from some of the mental health concerns that we tend to have
1: that's a good way to put it that, that was good yeah, thank, thank you, you. Um, emotional wellness is often associated or under the category of the spiritual right okay so right. don't be afraid right we're not going spiritual here right. uh, we acknowledge that much of this comes out of the spiritual mm-hmm. uh, realm right not not necessarily religious right. it might be uh, but more spiritual like the Dalai Lama and mm-hmm. different people who talk about the, your spiritual well-being right. as opposed to your uh, mental or physical. Right. So there's mental, physical, spiritual, and much of the wellness work is done in the in the more spiritual way. Right. Okay. Having said that, you made the point. Your mental health w- mental health is a problem because one in five right. of us is struggles with uh, with a mental health issue. Twenty percent, um, but our emotional well-being is related to our mental health right in our business we talk about emotional regulation right're t- essentially talking about the same thing right whether you're talking about emotional wellness or emotional regulation it's the same thing we spend a considerable amount of time helping children and the, and adults right. but mainly children develop emotional regulation right. uh, by age five for mm-hmm. example kids should not be having temper tantrums anymore right. that should be that should have been dealt with before age five. By age eight, they should be able to regulate their emotions mm-hmm. and regulate their feelings right. and identify their feelings accurately. So there are these markers, uh, developmental milestones, mm-hmm. if you will, of, of emotional regulation. And that's really what we want to talk about here is emotional wellness. Mm-hmm. So we were glad to hear that October, mm-hmm. uh, that somebody has devoted a month to emotional wellness. We want to talk right. a little bit about that.
0: Yeah. So, so, again, when we think about uh, 20%, 20% mm-hmm. of the population will experience some mental health episode of some sort mm-hmm. in any given year, all right? right? So, that's 20% of us, one in five. Um, so, somebody, the, the probability is, is if you live in a, a, a typical um, American home, somebody in, in your family, um, immediate family in mm-hmm. your home, uh, will likely experience some um, mental health concern or right. episode over the next you know within the next year. Within the year. Right. Um, right. And when we think about, as you were saying, emotional regulation, emotional wellness, the way in which we um, are managing our feelings and, and our thoughts and our mm-hmm. moods and things like that, the way in which we regulate those and, and manage those has a direct
1: influence on some of those uh, mental health concerns. That's right, that's right. When we talk about emotional wellness, Um, We've we've spent a lot of time, I think you and I have spent a lot of time in the last two years talking about kids being able to identify their Mm -hmm. emotions accurately. Most kids say, well, I was angry. It probably wasn't really anger, it was Mm -hmm. probably something. But kids have have to learn Mm -hmm. how many, I mean there are hundreds of emotions. It's like flavors, you know, there are hundreds of flavors. Uh, five, four or five tastes, but hundreds of flavors. Right. Well, we have hundreds of emotions, mm-hmm. and kids have to learn how to identify them accurately.
0: Well, and I, and I think that that's a great um, analogy with taste. You know, um, you, you have just a handful of tastes, but you right. have lots of flavors. We have a handful of moods: um, depress, right. depression, happiness, those sadness, kinds of things. Sadness.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, anger. So we have anger, sadness, happiness, joy. You know, but a handful of them. A handful of moods. But many emotions. The color wheel gets real big, right. real fast.
0: And, and, and so it's important that we, we distinguish that because we tend to, again, we tend to, to make mood and emotion the same thing. And they're very, very different. That's right. That's right. You can be in a, you can be in a good mood but be upset about something mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. an emotion is about, often about something very specific. Right. Uh, and, and so, when we think about something very specific, you know, you could be having the best day ever, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and then it's like, oh, you know, the boss asks you to do something right. that you don't really want to do, and so it's like, ah, oh, you're feeling, mm-hmm. you, you you're responding with an emotion that kind mm-hmm. of um, goes down a little bit. Your overall mood is still pretty good, right? But your emotion mm-hmm. um, for that specific thing is is right. a little bit dampened.
1: That's right. It's a complicated picture. Yeah. It's a moving picture. It's yeah. not static. You know, it's like. Well, she's always happy. No, she's not always happy. Right. Um, but, and we're going to talk about that late uh, in another podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about what are we really like as humans. Right. You know, and, and one of the things that, the, I think it was the Dalai Lama who said it, that a human's natural state is calm. Right. Every once in a while we get angry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But our natural state... Right. I hadn't thought about that, but he's right. You know that most of us are calm most of the time. We get upset on occasion, Mm -hmm. but in a 24-hour day, most of your time is spent being calm unless something is triggering anxiety or anger or something else. So what emotional wellness is, is three important words. Awareness Mm -hmm. of your emotion, understanding of your emotions, And acceptance of your emotions. Okay, so so once you you're aware, and you're tuned in to your emotions, and many of us aren't. Right. I mean, we just get angry, but Mm -hmm. maybe that's not what you're really feeling. Don't really have the
0: insight that's developed well enough to understand. You have
1: to have that self-awareness, and it's taken me a very long time to learn this. I mean, a very long time, that I'm finally beginning to say this is how I really feel. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's taken me decades to learn that. Um, so awareness then to understand your emotions mm-hmm. and then your acceptance to right. say I'm really angry, I'm really upset, I'm really anxious because the second part of that awareness understanding and acceptance is what can you can you do something about it and, right. and that's the second large issue is right. do you have the ability and that's mm-hmm. not something you're born with right. that's something you learn over time you learn through experience do I have the ability to do anything about
0: it. Right, because if we think about, um, again, previous podcasts, you can you can do a, a search on the um, site and, and look at any time we've ever talked about uh, behavioral or emotional regulation or the limbic system or anything like mm-hmm. that, um, we know that the way that our brain is, the, the way that the, the base parts of our brain, the, the right. inner workings of our brain um, function is to express emotion. Whatever emotion you're experiencing or having right now, right. there are very powerful regions of your brain that want you to express that immediately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not until some of the more you know, the cortical regions are, are well developed that you can inhibit that. And that's why we have two year olds that have temper tantrums over nothing. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll cry and everything for, you know, 30 minutes to an Mm -hmm. hour over not getting a candy bar. Um, but it's because you know, that, that, limbic system um, is is really firing and wanting you Mm -hmm. to express those emotions, but the cortex isn't there well enough to to regulate it.
1: And I'm glad you brought it up because one of the absolutely essential things to remember is that the emotional structures of the brain, which sit underneath the thinking parts of the brain, Mm the thinking part of the brain is that wrinkled part. That's where we inhibit Mm -hmm. our instincts. And where we think about stuff. Right. Underneath that are the emotions. The thing to remember is that we have emotions because they keep us alive. Right. If you're angry, if you're anxious, if you're sad, those are life-sustaining mm-hmm. factors. Right. Okay. Anger, They just are. The, the thinking part of the brain is not. That's about thinking and mm-hmm. all that. The emotions keep us alive. Okay, so they're absolutely essential mm-hmm. that you have emotions, right. Because they provide us with motivation mm-hmm. You know if you're angry it motivates you to do something if you're anxious it motivates you to do something, right. okay? So motivation um, Survival mm-hmm. are all in those um, emotional structures, right? So it's absolutely essential that you have these emotions, yeah. you, you shouldn't squash them. Right, they're there for a reason.
0: Right. There, there, there are no. And we, I'm teach, I'm working with a, um, a first grade group at one of my schools. Um, working with a, a, a mm-hmm. little group of, um, first graders on identifying and regulating emotions and just working first to help graders. them. Yeah, because uh-huh. we're trying to get started early because of that whole thing with um, mm-hmm. about eight years old. You want to do it by age eight. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but the. So the key though is again there are no bad emotions you know sadness we don't like feeling sad but sad is important sometimes because we don't like feeling angry but anger is important sometimes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and the, the key is um being able to control it that's right. but also the key is making sure that we're feeling it at the right time <laughs> because right. There, there are times when we feel really anxious about something that we should not feel very anxious about at all. But we really don't need to. Right. right. Mm-hmm. We, we feel really angry about something that we really shouldn't be feeling angry right. about. Right. And, and that kind of regulation uh, and awareness is what we're talking about with emotional okay. um, well-being. Being able to understand that this is, a, this is a time when it's okay
1: to be angry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is what is okay for me to do when I'm angry. Yeah, I love to tell young children, it's, not, it's okay to be angry. Yeah. You're, you're going to be angry once in a while. You, you don't pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Okay? You have emotions. Right. One of them is anger. So you're gonna feel mm-hmm. anger. Absolutely. You're gonna feel all of your emotions. The important thing is you're aware of it. You make an excellent point. Maybe you don't need to be angry about this. Right. You know, it's, maybe this isn't worth being angry about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Or there are other things you can do uh, because you shouldn't, there's no need to be anxious about this because the chances of it happening are so minuscule. Right that's another topic for another day but but no to but you have to experience all of them Mm -hmm. okay you just have to be aware right and you have to accept and you have to be able to do something about right okay because the important thing is the and what the wellness people talk about is the ability to slow down right you experience an emotion and what is essential to develop is the ability to slow down Mm -hmm. and focus on the here and now. And this is what they mean when they say focus on the present, focus on mindfulness. Right. This is what mindfulness is all about. Mm -hmm. Because emotional wellness is the ability to to slow things down so that you can regain control. Mm -hmm. And you do that by focusing on the present. You don't go back and dwell on the past and let that Mm -hmm. eat away at you and you don't worry about the future, right. okay? Because those two things can create problems. Absolutely. So you f- don't worry about the past, forget about the future, the future's gonna come later. Focus on the present mm-hmm. and what you should do with this emotion right now, right. okay? That's the first step.
0: Yep, mm-hmm. and, and again, that's, um, that, that is lesson number one in mindfulness. Uh, mindfulness brings us to the present, it makes us mindful of what is happening around us at that moment. Mm-hmm. That's why mindfulness meditation is such a powerful tool when you're dealing with anxiety and depression and some of those negative, um, what we see, what we tend to see is negative uh, feelings about things, um, or certainly feelings um, about situations in which we don't need to feel <laughs> depressed or anxious about. That's it. right. Um, it would be perfectly normal to feel depressed when you, w- with the loss of a loved one, um, but not necessarily depressed because, um, you know, you didn't get to have what you wanted for dinner. Right.
1: Exactly yeah that's not that's a lot of emotional capital being spent right. for no good reason. Um, so what is what do you mean by this whole thing about emotional wellness? Well so first of all, when we talk about emotional health, uh, being emotionally well, we're not talking about being happy right now that's not what it means It doesn't mean that I'm happy all the time that I somehow have reached some state in my life where I'm always happy and I think people have this misconception that if they just graduate from college if they get this job Mm -hmm. if they have this car if they just could have a house if they could just Find the right partner Mm -hmm. that then life would be okay, You're never gonna get there. It's never gonna happen Emotional wellness is not about being happy all the time because being happy all the time is an unnatural state, right? I don't want you to be happy all the time because There's something else going on if you're happy all the time. It's either chemically induced or some other reason that you're you're not none you should, of us certainly are aren't feeling you certainly aren't experiencing the full spectrum of life you're missing a lot of life if you're yeah. happy all the time right I mean optimistic yes happy no right okay, so it's not about being happy it is about being self-aware right. and I think that's the biggest issue here with emotional right. wellness it's a self-awareness it's knowing knowing about yourself knowing that that you have these emotions knowing what triggers these emotions right. And the third step is knowing how to shift. And that's the the important word. So you have, you're not supposed to be happy, you should be self-aware. And third, you should have the ability to shift from where you are to an emotionally healthy place. Because we all get in those unhealthy places Mm -hmm. where we're overwhelmed by our emotions. And so the important thing with emotional wellness is you develop the ability to shift Mm -hmm. from where you are to a better place. Not necessarily a happy place right. but a better place right. okay.
0: and it is difficult to do. Um, you know we, oh. we, we all constantly work on those those right. skills, mm-hmm. uh, especially the shifting skills because that's that's really difficult you get we get so stuck in certain emotions mm-hmm. that we can't experience a different emotion or we can't um, mute it at it mm-hmm. in, in any way to to be able to function um, the way that we need to function and so mm-hmm um those are skills that we all need to work on
1: you know one of the things that um, self-confession here um, when your children um, give you a smart mm-hmm. response um, disrespectful or right. snippy i don't mm-hmm. know what word you want to use typically um i have i've, I've raised, i have four children i can't say i raised them i have four children and they've taught me many things and when they would do that kind of responding it I used to get angry. You know what I—the emotion I felt—it felt like anger, right. and I wanted to uh, react. Okay. Right. Um, as I thought about it and experienced it over four children, it suddenly dawned on me that it wasn't anger; it was hurt. Right. You know that I was feeling that my kids would talk to me. That, that you know, I do so much for you. Why would you talk to me that way? Right. So I was hurt, and once I identified the emotion as hurt. I stopped reacting angrily, right. and then I could deal with my hurt and mm-hmm. explain it to them. It's made a world of difference. You could, yeah, you talk with them and interact with them differently. Honey, that hurts. You, know, when you, you don't do it at the moment. You do it later and say, sweetheart, when you, when you made that response, that really stung. That really hurt my feelings. Yeah. You know? yeah. And then we could have a constructive conversation, yeah. but it wasn't until I identified my emotion yeah. accurately that I was able to make progress. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, so those three those three parts are just are, are critical uh, to emotional
1: well being. That's right. Because in the end, what emotional wellness is is how well you handle yeah. your problems and your challenges. Yeah. Okay, that's what this is all about. It's not about having the emotion. It's being aware of the emotion, knowing what to do about it, and being able to bring this emotional health. Right to the challenges and problems that you are going to encounter. Right. There might be health problems, financial problems, child rearing problems, educational achievement problems. Uh, we don't know what they are but we know we're going to experience and this
0: them. And this is why it's um, so critically connected to our mental health because when you can't control those things and those emotions get you Know escalated, mm-hmm. um, that's when it leads to mental health With concerns. Her.
1: And one of the things that I really like at the end of this article, which is posted, mm-hmm. yeah, so this in the, show, this notes. In the mm-hmm. show notes. One of the things I like about this article is that she asks, she says, she, she advises, she encourages you, ask yourself six questions. Right. If you want to know whether you are emotionally healthy, um, think about these and answer these six questions. Right. And the first question is, how do i treat others yeah okay do i treat them with respect yeah. do i treat them with dignity um do i have people that i get along with but but mainly how am I, not not how are they treating me yeah how do i treat others and and that so often is
0: related to how you see the way that others treat you That's right. um and and that is a critical piece of insight um you know if you if you don't care about other people It tends to be that you Mm -hmm. feel as though other people don't care about you.
1: Yeah. What is your emotional response to how other people treat you? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, the second one is: Are you grateful? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: you know there's there's morning self-affirmations right. right right um i'm thankful that i woke up this morning i'm thankful <laughs> that i have water to drink i'm thankful that i have this being being grateful um and, and aware of that is yeah we talk
1: about optimism you know right. so you get up in the morning and your first thing you do is groan oh my yeah. god got yeah, man yeah, you might say okay thanks <laughs> i got Ooh. up i made I'm, it i made it through another night okay i'm ready yeah. for it i get to have another day you yeah. know You could be grateful for being able to get out of the bed on your own, Mm -hmm. because there's going to come a time where you can't do that. All of us are going to get to a point where we can't get out of bed without assistance. Mm -hmm. So maybe you get up and say, "Damn, I can get out of bed without assistance. I can jump out of bed (laughs) and walk across the room. I'm grateful for that." Okay. So again, are you grateful? Okay. Number three. Number three. Um, Are you happy with who you are? Yeah. You are.
0: Most of the time. But, but that too takes work. Right. Um, you, you have to, and it's not, I think happy with who you are is a little bit different than satisfied with where you are.
1: Or so happy that you're narcissist. <laughs> right, that's true. <laughs> we don't want you to, be, um, we don't want to create any narcissists. We don't have narcissists right. running around the country right now.
0: But but we, we, we certainly, you know, there are times when we aren't pleased with where we're working or the, yeah. necessarily a relationship that we're in or something like that. Um, but you can still be really happy with who you are, right. and despite right. the fact that you're not really pleased with some of those life, mm-hmm. s- specific life situations. Um, and so this is a little bit more of a, a broader umbrella of happy with who you are. That's right.
1: Um, are you open-minded and flexible? Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, one of the one of the, five, one of the, the big five um, oh. personality traits is openness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's right. And and so being able to you know having that openness and being being you know, willing to to think about things that are outside of your
1: typical. That's right. I'm open to new ideas. Right. I'm open to new experiences. I'm open to new people. Mm-hmm. You know, are you open and are you flexible? You right. Now, can you can you handle the challenges that you're inevitably going to encounter? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So that's a, an important personality trait that right. can be developed. It can be worked on.
1: To me, this was the the fifth one was the most challenging. Do you have a life purpose? And that was a uh, that, that one was caused me. That one caused me to pause because yes. I'm. Do I really have a life? Well, to raise children, um, to. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know what. We can would,
0: talk about those fundamental evolutionary um, purposes of. Wow,
1: I had a hard time with that. Um,
0: yeah, well, I, I think that. I think everyone is going to define it differently. Um, mm. You know, certainly one life purpose is to help others. Um, mm. and, and you know, I know that we're in the profession that we're in because one of our life purposes is to help others be I the get, best that yeah, they can be. I get Um mm-hmm.
1: And so... Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing
0: this. We wouldn't be doing right. this. Okay. And so, you know, it, it's, it's very... It's, it can be a very fundamental thing. It can be a very fundamental mm-hmm. thing of my purpose is to raise healthy children and to, so that they become healthy adults. Um, or it can it's be more um, sort of a, a bit broader um, that, mm-hmm. you know, my purpose here is to help um, you know, the human race become um, more advanced
1: and um, right. better people. But you, know, you can see how important this is in the education mm-hmm. and training of children. Right. is that, that What do you want to do when you grow up? Yeah. What do you want to be when you grow up? Right. You know? um, and maybe we ought to spend more time helping kids define who they are, being aware of who they are, and what your purpose is oh. going to be. But, but to do it in a more specific way, like, oh, I want to be a millionaire, I want to be wealthy, that's not a bad thing, right. okay, if you do it in the right way. Well, At least you have a purpose, right? and if you're doing it without hurting others, if mm-hmm. you're doing it honestly, if mm-hmm. you're doing it ethically, there's nothing wrong with being wealthy, right. there's something wrong with how'd you get there maybe.
0: Maybe, uh, and, and just as you said it, it something struck me that it would be an interesting um, adjustment to that question of what do you want to be when you grow up versus who do you want, to, you be want to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. Um, and that gets at this emotional wellness piece of right. what type of person do you want to be when you grow up?
1: You know, there was an activity um, done one time in a course that I taught, the, uh, it wasn't my idea. Um, the professor asked the students to write their obituary. Right, right. And I thought, ooh, that's a good way to think about what's really important. What do you want people to say at your funeral? Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, and that's how you should live your life, Yeah. right? Oof. Um, but again this question about do you have a life purpose you know Mm -hmm. if somebody says to me I want to be the best father that I can possibly be I'm gonna put everything else is gonna be secondary to that Mm -hmm. life purpose I am going to be a good father Mm -hmm. and I think that would be a guiding principle that would help you live an emotionally healthy life Um, I want to be the best whatever Um, again as long as you're not doing it at somebody else's expense you know I want to be the best athlete for example Mm -hmm. Um, Good goal. I mean, mm-hmm. all of our Olympic athletes and professional athletes had that goal. I right. Had that life purpose. As long as you get there honestly, mm-hmm. and without with integrity. Yeah, you know, with integrity mm-hmm. and without imposing right. things on others, um, that's a life purpose. But this one gave me pause. Yeah. And I've been thinking about it since I since I discovered it. Yeah. The last one is something that we talk about every day here um, in our practice. And that is, do you have an effective way of managing your stress? You are going to have stress. You're not going to get rid of it. And that's the thing that we keep hammering away at people. You're not going to get rid of this stress. You're going to feel stress at different times for different reasons. Every day. If you're raising an infant you're going to feel stressed because mm-hmm. you're not sleeping enough and you don't know how to do this. If you're in if,
0: a relationship, you're going to feel stressed. If you're not in a relationship, you're going to feel stressed. It's, it's like the beginning of a tale of
1: two cities. That's right. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> Either way, it's the best of times, it is right. the worst of times. So if you raise children, you got one set of stressors at infancy. You have a second set of stressors when they're 13 or 14, right. okay? So, it, it's, so what you have to do is not get rid of your stress. That's not going to happen. Right. What you have to do is do you have a way of managing your stress? Right. Okay. And, and if you don't, if you don't have an effective way of managing your stress, um, that would be one of the places where you may want to start Absolutely. toward a more emotionally healthy life.
0: Right. And we've talked about stress management many times on the podcast, given mm-hmm. lots of different examples. So check right. out the archives a little bit and, and you can find some of the different podcasts that we've talked mm-hmm. about, as well as other resources where you can you can you know read about and learn different strategies mm-hmm. to approach that.
1: You know, uh, it, it's interesting that October is Mental Health Awareness and Domestic Violence Month because we enter the period mm-hmm. of the calendar year for the November holidays. and December where we and where we get into all those difficult for many of us what will be difficult mm-hmm. periods um, right. through the holiday season especially from the middle of November to the middle of January you right. know, there's a the financially and family and mm-hmm. a lot of things are coming up so Take some time to pause this month right. um, and take a, you know, uh, think about your emotional wellness and um, go through these six questions and start with those. And, yeah. and um, um, maybe you want to address some of those issues. It's a good, good time to do it before you enter this um, holiday season. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So,
0: all right. Well, that is it for today. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and forget to be afraid.